Welcome back to the Work Mija podcast, the podcast where mujeres empower mujeres. I am your host, Solchi Carmona, and today I'm joined by Anna and Lisette. They are founders of Mirasol Accessories, which sells unique leather accessories inspired by the colors and flowers of Mexico. Each item is handmade by expert artisans in León, Guanajuato, Mexico's leather capital. They hope that each piece inspires their customers to mirar al sol, look for the sunshine in every day, wherever they go. So I'm so excited to have my first duo here on the podcast. Thank you so much and welcome Lisette and Ana. Thank you for having us. We are so excited to be here um, after meeting you at several pop-ups throughout the past year. So super <laughs> excited. Thank you so much for having us. We're so excited. Yes. Awesome. Super duper excited. I've seen your products. And so I just wanted to learn a little bit more about you both. And before we learn from you, let's learn a little bit more about your astrological placements, which we love to do here on the Work Miha podcast, just to, you know, get to know your souls a little bit better. But Lisette and Anna were kind enough to send what we call our top three, your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign. And I kind of saw some peaks. I was like, ah, I see where you got to the leather finer goods here, maybe. (laughs) So let's talk about their sun sign. So our sun sign, as a lot of us know, is our birthday. So it's your identity and where you shine. Anna is a Scorpio sun. So our Scorpios are known for their intensity. They're determined people. Sometimes they are maybe even like to be the behind the scenes people. I love me, my Scorpios. And Lisette's sun sign is a Leo sun. Leos are known to be very regal, go-getters, loyal. They can be known as the life of the party. Moon sign, which rules your body and emotion. So Anna is an Aquarius a moon. These are very extremely observant people. You are a lifetime student of human nature. I see um, Anna nodding your head. <laughs> love to analyze why people do what they do this often can stem you know come off as maybe even detached shy type of people but I've met a couple Aquarius moons you know don't feel like they're detached they're maybe processing they're very much in their heads sometimes um Lisette is a Taurus moon these are very steady earthy strong-willed people you know they might like the material comforts maybe some leather goods here and there um they like a comfortable home and stable foundation, you know, that will help you feel safe and content. And now your rising sign, this can be your motivation for life. Or sometimes a lot of people get uh, confused as this for their sun sign, you know, it's uh, what people can confuse you as. So Anna is a Taurus rising. So slow, steady and capable. They come across as very stable and comfortable people. So here is where kind of was like, ah, I was waiting for the connection here that Lisette's Taurus moon and Anna's Taurus rising Taurus signs. They like that luxury. They like the finer things in life. I was like, I see where the leather goods came. (laughs) I did not know that. (laughs) 
Yes. Um, and then finally, Lisette's rising sign is a Sagittarius rising. Hey, girl. Hey, also me. I vibe. So these are very enthusiastic. Maybe they come off uh, with an optimistic nature, friendly type of people. They can be known as the wanderers. They're always on a journey. Like myself, a Sagittarius rising. I, I don't be going nowhere, but I be going places, journeys, life journeys. There's always a journey about something. So I love that I got to take a little peek into your little astrological makeup to anything that kind of like vibe or that you kind of saw from one another. I think that it's funny. I forgot what the, what the sign was, but I don't see Anna as a shy person. Like when I first met her, I thought <laughs> she was super outgoing, super nice. Um, so the fact that like one of her astrological signs say that she's more of a shy person um it's funny or that can come off as shy I feel like mm -hmm. when you don't know Aquarius placements sometimes you know I feel like people can get that vibe from them but you also have a Taurus moon a very grounded so you're like it's not shy they're just you know who they are like I don't I don't see that like you there's an understanding there it's like it's not shy <laughs> That's so funny that you said that. That's crazy. Okay. So now that we got a little peek into you both, can you tell us, tell the audience a little bit more about yourselves, you know, as individuals and when and how you kind of came together and decided to, you know, start a business together and specifically a leather bag business? I feel like it's such a long story. So I'll try to condense it. Um, so how it went was that in 2020, I ended up quitting my job. I used to work at an insurance firm, um, but I was feeling bored and uninspired. Um, and I had always wanted to move to Mexico for an extended period of time because I would go on vacations with my parents, but it would be like a one week or two week. Um, and I basically decided it's now or never. Um, so I ended up moving or in with my aunt and some of my cousins and my family. Well, my parents are from Guanajuato, but my aunt and my cousins live in a town called Aranda, Jalisco, which is where Anna's from. So um, lo and behold, a few months later, uh, COVID hit. And I had met Anna because she's sisters with one of my college best friends so we had met each other previously but we hadn't really spent any time together until we both ended up in Arandas at the same time oh wow yeah and then I think as far as how the leather goods idea came to be um in Leon Guanajuato which is 45 minutes ish from my parents rancho um they have or they're just known for the leather goods industry like going back hundreds of years probably um and I would go with my mom uh to look for shoes uh or even like purses like once we found out about the industry um and my aunt would be like oh why don't you take some and sell to your friends and I'd be like I don't know if they would like them like maybe it's not their style etc but then Anna and I one day in March of 2020 we're having coffee 
And I told Anna like, oh, I want to start a business. And I never thought Anna would say like, yes, let's do it. But she did. And then like literally like over a coffee is how we started coming up with ideas. I think it was funny because I had, we like were thinking about the idea and then I was like, I want to do some market research to see like, would people even like the purses? Like what price point are they willing to pay? Um, so at that point I had maybe like 10 responses, but then Anna sent it out to her network of people. And then we ended up with like how many, like over a hundred, almost a hundred yeah. responses. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang, crazy. Anna's got that network. Okay, girl. Well, <laughs> so y'all had some cafecito and chill. Anna, what were you doing before? And what made you say like, yeah, girl, let's do this. So, um, I guess a little more about myself, Um, the oldest daughter of, you know, an immigrant family. So, you know, we have that work ethic and, um, you know, my dad had always instilled in us. He's like, oh, you know, you guys should learn a trade or um, start a business or do something. So I always had that kind of in the back of my head as something that I would like to eventually try to do something like that. And um, so it was, I think my, both of my parents were in Mexico and I was like, oh, I'm going to visit them. Um, it was, I, at the time I was working in a, in a restaurant and I was kind of in a transition in my life where I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to be in the service industry any longer. Um, I should start looking at other opportunities. And it was when they were shutting down all the restaurants for two weeks. So I was like, okay, they're going to shut down everything for two weeks. I'm just going to go to Mexico. I'm going to take that time to relax and really think about like what my next steps are going to be. And then those two weeks turned into longer. The restaurants were closed for a while longer. So I was like, I'm just going to stay. Flights ended up getting canceled. And I think it was like, you know, maybe divine intervention because it was just, I was there and um, I was like, well, I don't have a job. Um, Maybe let me hang out with Liz because my sister was like, oh, you two are both down there. Both of you don't have jobs. Like, <laughs> Just hang out. So you have somebody to at least go grab a coffee with. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I'll go hang out with Liz. Like, I've met her once before. She was a nice lady. And so, you know, we sat down and she was talking about it. And then I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I'm down. Let's do it. And she was pretty much like, are you sure? Like, it's just like an idea that I had. I was like, yeah, like we're both not doing anything and who knows how long we're going to be in this um, pandemic. Like now's a great time to start doing it. And I think it was like an ideal time because I feel like it happened right in that boom where everybody started coming up with like craft side hustles and sharing ideas and information during, you know, that time of the pandemic. So I think we got in and like the perfect time because um, this has just been such a great learning experience and sharing from other small business owners that um, I'm just so grateful that we just went for it because Liz and I really sat down and we're like, okay, so we're going to go and we're going to Leon and we're going to look at bags and worst comes to worst, we just end up having lots of bags for ourselves and that's not a bad thing either. So we were, um, I don't know, hoping for the best and either outcome like we sold every bag was going to be good or we got to keep every bag we were also pretty much prepared for that too yeah yeah 
<laughs> the, to- the Taurus placements were like, mm, it's a good investment piece. I feel like the leather bags, like specifically too, because like, yeah, doing your market research and especially like my mom is big on like leather, leather goods or like, you know, like it's just it's like the leather bags are like your statement little piece. It's like you're the, the Mexican woman Chanel, you know, <laughs> like these are little investment pieces that you keep, you know, you kind of uh, collect even. So I thought that was great. And so you sell bags and accessories that are hundred percent leather. Fun fact. I did not know Leon was the leather goods capital. So learned something here today on the work me Hub podcast from our ladies, but they are also like a higher priced item, rightfully so. Does that make it harder to sell, you know, like a certain piece? So example, like, a, you know, at pop-ups, not everyone is ready to drop like 70 plus dollars on one item, or maybe they are, some people are, go you, <laughs> you know, or do you find that you're able to find the right audience that is looking for this specific product? But I feel that um, for some bags, they are maybe um, like a special occasion bag. Maybe those bags aren't the ones that we are top sellers, but we try our best to have something that's available for everybody and different price points. So I feel that, um, you know, if you do um, happen to see us at a pop-up, you'll definitely find something within your budget. And, um, you know, I think that a lot of people realize too, when you buy a quality leather bag, it's really an investment piece because it's going to last you. Um, if you buy, uh, a bag that isn't leather, it's not really going to last you. And, um, it's hard to do a repair if you get, if you sometimes a little damage happens to your leather bag, you know, sometimes they just look nice and worn in. It adds character to your item. You can get leather fixed, but like if you have a pleather bag and it starts peeling, that's not really something you can fix. So I think that I do see that this is an investment and um, there pretty much is something for everybody, I think, with um, the line of bags that we're carrying right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think we strive to keep... Um, items that are a variety of price points um you know some of our smaller like makeup bags or little pouches start at like twenty dollars um and then uh the price does increase as the quality or the time that it takes to hand tool a design increases um so yeah, I think it's just about carrying a good range of prices. And then, of course, the more expensive ones, like, I know, like, for even for me personally, like, um, I like to shop in a budget, but if there's something I like, um, you know, just like, save towards it or ask for it, like as a birthday gift, um, something like that. Mm-hmm. Those are definitely great, like gift ideas, aka anybody I know who's listening to this, I would like a bag. <laughs> but like, who do you guys find that is like after doing this for a while, like sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, with your market research and then once you're kind of out there with your items, like who do you find is like buying your bag? Is it, you know, maybe like millennials your age? Is it Gen Z? Is it older, you know, women, maybe around the 45, 50, like moms who like know like, oh my gosh, like we have a little piece of Mexico, you know, here in the United mm-hmm. States, like who is your shopper? 
that's a great question. I don't know. I have friends that like are obsessed with purses in general. Um, so, you know, and at our age, you know, in the later twenties, early thirties age bracket, um, you're more likely to have like some sort of disposable income. Um, so I think it ranges, like there's people who are just like bag aficionados and are like ready to drop cash, like as Mm -hmm. soon as they like something. And then there's people who, um, like bags, but just aren't as passionate about them that certainly go more towards, um, styles that are on the lower end of the price range. Um, but I think as far as our customer, we get a wide range. Like we get people our age, we get señoras, um, (laughs) we get moms who need a bigger bag to carry all of their stuff in. Uh, it really varies. Oh, I was going to say, you know, definitely. And what, um, if you look at, um, a lot of our sales too come from our Instagram page. So everyone visit us, find us at Meet Us Full Accessories. And, um, (laughs) and, you know, if we look at our followers, um, you'll notice that a lot of them are um, women our age. And randomly, what I've noticed is like, if we do get a guy that follows us, it's because his girl has been like <laughs> commenting like, oh, get this bag for me. And then we'll have them DM us like, my girlfriend wants this bag. Can you wrap it up nice and put a note for me? And we're like, sure. But it's definitely like Liz mentioned, um, women that are our age, millennials and Gen Z. And um, if they, a lot of times too, we'll notice that um, like women our age purchase for their moms. Like you were mentioning, like moms love leather bags. So ultimately it is lots of people our age, but the bags end up with a wide variety of people. Um, Like kids, kids, girls that are going to college, getting a nice backpack or something or going into grad school and getting themselves a tote Mm -hmm. because they want to treat themselves to this great achievement. Or, you know, you want to buy your mom a nice leather wallet because you know that she likes leather bags that are colorful. So um, yeah, so a lot of people our age, but definitely I think that, our bags are gifted to a lot a variety of people. Mm-hmm. I definitely think they're like, they're the perfect gift or treat yourself accessory. Mm-hmm. Like I know I've got my eye on some bags and I think you guys have made it even easier or provided. I think I saw on the website, the option, what is it like after pay or like installment payments that you can order online. So for someone like me, who's like, I want to splurge, but like, I don't want to throw down $70 right now. I don't want to throw down. You can do it, you know, in increments, you know, and little by little, it's almost like saving up for it. So I love that you guys have that option now and just kind of casting a wider net even. Cause sometimes when people see that, they're like, Oh, well, I guess I can't afford it. $20 here, $20 there. That's nice. Maybe our tourist placements are like, no, no, no. You wait to like throw it down. But you know, more uh, air signs, fire signs like me. We're like, yes, we can get it. <laughs> and all these other things later. That's awesome. So there's two of you. What are the benefits of like having a business partner? And how do you decide like who take care, who takes care of what? So I think one of the benefits is, Um, we get to split the work. And um, I feel like maybe going into this, I, for me, I didn't realize how much work 
it is to, you know, like, you know, maintain like a social media presence, uh, pack up all these orders, um, respond to um, potential customers that are asking us questions and, you know, um, setting up these accounts and websites. It definitely is a lot of work. And I feel like with having a partner, it also helps you um, bounce ideas and create something better than maybe you could have done on your own. Um, because I know that sometimes like, I'll be like, oh, I took this really cool picture with like, I wanna put it on our Instagram, but like, I can't come up with an idea. And like, that's where Liz is like our wordsmith and she'll come up with something really cute and help me do that. Because if it were up to me, I, I'd be stuck trying to come up with something. Um, but yeah, you know, there's definitely um, um, a lot of learning too, as well to work with a partner, growing pains, because we both have different um, creative ideas. And, you know, um, so there's, but I think that there's the benefits outweigh a lot because there's also moments where, you know, we want to do a pop-up and only Liz can make it or only I can make it. And it's, you know, we're able to, you know, do that on our own or one of us has the opportunity to go to Mexico and the other one can stay here and, you know, fulfill orders and continue to meet social media presence. So I think it gives us more opportunities to grow and get a lot more done for sure. Yeah, I agree. I think that going into business with a friend or a partner is great because I think it helps me stay accountable for what I have Mm. to do. Um, I think if I had gone into business by myself, it would have been hard to one, stay motivated because it's not easy um, all the time. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. it's hard to stay motivated, stay inspired, um, not feel like you're going to fail at something. So I think just having a partner there um, really helps in that aspect for sure. And and it's fun. Like it can be fun too. Like we'll have like our content days. Um, like we just did a Valentine's Day photo shoot, and we like spent the whole day on us house, like putting up <laughs> hearts and like playing with our tripods. Um, so it can be fun. Um, but yeah, I definitely appreciate our partnership and can say that we would not be here without each other. Mm-hmm. And like definitely, I feel like. Um, having a partner gives you kind of like a a safety net to know Mm -hmm. that, you know, um, if there's a day that, you know, and Liz and I have both had moments where we're like, hey, like, I'm tapped out, like, can you take over my responsibilities? And we're like, oh, yeah, like, I got it for you. Because I know if I were to need you, you like, take over without asking. So I think it's, it's really nice to have that kind of relationship and mind you I feel like we've grown so much like we've been at this for I mean almost we're going to be in two years this year Um, I think it's gotten way easier for us to be able to um, also I feel like maybe at the beginning we had a little more trying to have like a tighter rein over what one person was doing over the other but now since we've kind of understand how we're thinking it's easier to just be like okay like oh you'll said you'll do this today fine I know you got it and I don't know. It's just really nice. 
That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like, especially with having two people, as you said, like uh, it helps a lot with the burnout because as you know, starting off, there's a lot to do. I feel like the first year is just insane because like setting that foundation, setting your presence, trying to get the word out there like that and its own, and then keeping the business running. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, early congrats on almost reaching that two years, you know, to have a like partner there with you to help you out, I think is, you know, a great way to go about it and to kind of like split up tasks and just like allow for like that creativity to continue, you know, like flowing and everything. So great to hear from a duo. And so when you kind of you know, thought of how to like source your products from Mexico, like, how do you guys decide like which pieces, you know, cause it's probably, I don't know. It's like, they're like a warehouse you get to choose from, but like, how do you even like narrow it down? We are like, all right, this is the one, these are the first couple we're going to launch or like, how does that go? We can talk like a little bit about the process and like the very first time that we went to Leon. Um, so basically in Leon, um, there's, plazas of wholesalers um and you basically walk the plazas and you stop by and see what each um, manufacturer has to offer uh so that first day we went I remember it was a Sunday so a lot of the stands were closed um but we just kind of went in and spent probably like what three four hours walking around um I think it's it worked out because we ended up having kind of the same taste in bags for the most part. But then there's times where one of us is kind of like, "Uh, I don't like it, but one of us likes it. So we go ahead and add it to our collection anyways. Um, So I think that's good because that makes me like step out of my comfort zone in terms of like styles that I like. And then once I see, oh, that people liked it, that it worked, um, it helps in that aspect. but yeah, so in Leon, there's these wholesale plazas, you walk around. I think the first time we were kind of taking a gamble because we didn't have relationships with anybody established. But after um, we sold those first couple of bags and we saw what people liked, um, we started communicating more with those vendors, um, asking them what could be modified, what could we add. Um, and in the past two years, um, we've been able to build some really neat relationships with the vendors and, uh, some of the family owned small businesses down there that, um, are these leather experts. Um, and that's how we've been able to kind of keep adding to our collection of styles. Mm-hmm. And going off of what Liz said, like, you know, we're, we've built these relationships up with um, these folks to the point where now Liz and I are um, starting to design our own items and Mm. you know um, add to you know things that we see like in a bag here but we realize like if it had this it would be a a much better product and um, helping to create like better items because I think at least what I'm thinking when um, Liz and I are sourcing is if it's not a bag that I would carry or that I would gift to a friend or family Mm -hmm. then it's not something that I want us to be selling yeah I agree Mm -hmm. yeah we always want it to be something that is not only beautiful but also like good quality something that you would be proud to have um 
in your closet for sure. Mm-hmm. And whenever you like, you're like, oh, maybe there's a bag where one of you is like, yes, the other one's no, nope. we're like, let's try it. You guys are like, I told you so. <laughs> you see, it gets picked up. <laughs> one for Liz, one for Anna. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> nice a little but that, bit, yeah but that's awesome to be able because sometimes it's like yeah one of you is gonna have one taste and the other one's gonna mm-hmm. have the other taste and then your audience is gonna have another taste or a blend right. you know so it's kind of nice to be like oh yeah I guess I wouldn't have thought of that you know like for our audience or like maybe as you start to mm-hmm. sell more and more bags too you start to get an idea of what it is your audience does like mm-hmm. um or sometimes it's even like when it comes to these things too like when you know there's a difference between a business like yours and maybe like a business who does custom products, you know, the custom products, like the, the customer's telling you, this is what I want, put it in there, you know, but when you have like a business like this, like in a way it's kind of like, you're telling the customer, like, no, this is what you want. Actually, you didn't think about this, but you do need this, you know, like in marketing, that's what I kind of enjoy sometimes where it's like, "Mm, you don't know what you want, actually. Let me show you what you (laughs) want. So (laughs) exactly that thing where it's like, you don't tell target what you need. Target tells you that's what we're striving <laughs> to do with our Instagram page. You don't know you need this, backpack, <laughs> but you will once you see the picture for sure. It's true. And cause I forgot what you guys launched. I saw on your Instagram and it was one of your leather bags and it was a pink one. I was like, oh, I need a pink leather bag. <laughs> I didn't know I needed a pink leather bag, but now I do. It's like a blush pink. Super cute on my wish list now. <laughs> From all the products that you have, now you guys can share each. What are your favorites? Oh my gosh, that's a hard question. I feel like one of my favorites is any of the bags that we have that's a convertible bag. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, it can be a crossbody, a backpack. And I feel like that gives you the ability to like, have a bag that's more than one thing you can you know dress it up dress it down wear it in multiple ways and so I I truly think that bags like that are a great investment because they're good quality and you can style it multiple ways and so that bag for me would be like the Magdalena bag which Mm. I picked the name after my middle name <laughs> um, fun That's fact. how you know she really um, loves it. Yeah, yeah, right. I was like, wait, how yeah, do you name but, your products? Um, no. <laughs> when you're Latina, <laughs> you have all the names, right? The first, middle, last, in between. Right. <laughs> Look up for a sultry bag coming soon. Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I'm looking up. I'm trying to see which one's the Magdalena bag on your guys's page, so I can envision these so products. A little um, black one that. Um, you scorpio you would you would like the little black bag <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's got a little top handle um it's it's super nice super cute okay okay all right mm-hmm. my uh leo son what's yours <laughs> oh oh my gosh i w- was like having a brain freeze and i was like what bags do we even have so i was looking through instagram um but i would have to well it's hard to choose but one that I'm really proud of um are our Liliana laptop cases um because um it was Anna's idea and she worked really hard with um one of our 
vendors um, to create it. So Mm. it was cool to like see that process from like, hey, like um, the vendor's name is Adamis. And we were like, hey, Adamis, like we want to make a laptop case. What do you think? Um, And she was like, yeah, like send me what your ideas are. It was like interesting to see it from start to finish for sure. And it's like such a cute laptop case. Like, you know, no one else will have it walking into office or the school. Like it's super nice and definitely like something that could be like a a wow or like, yes, I did this. I accomplished this. I'm going to gift it to myself. That's awesome. Yes. My laptop needs some leather too. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay. And you guys, wow. I can just imagine like that process for that. And I guess excited to like, see like what other like bags, you know, get customized as you guys kind of get like the hang of that and putting that together. Um, But, you know, I'm sure that's going to be a process, but currently what has been the most challenging part about running your business? I think for me has been just like overcoming a fear of failure. Like, um, I think at first I was like, well, if I sell, or if we sell these 20 bags from like here to the end of 2020, which was six months, like I'll be so happy. But then that ended up happening in like a shorter span of time, like in two weeks. But even after that, I think for me, it's just a process of like continuously reminding myself, like we've come this far. Like I always think like, I never thought I would be able to sell hundreds of anything. Um, So it's just kind of like on the daily, just giving myself those pep talks and like staying motivated. Um, And knowing that even if it's like a bad day, like a bad sales day or a bad sales week or month, um, because it happens, like Mm -hmm. just um, keep like having that positivity to like keep working towards the ultimate goal. I, I agree with Liz and I feel like that's almost another, um, benefit that I see in having a partner is when I feel like I can't do this today but I tell myself but I'm working with my partner like I can't let them down like (laughs) that's that's bad so um Mm -hmm. but yeah definitely there's moments too where um the motivation just gets low because like Liz says you'll have times where I'm like geez like our our bag's not nice what's going on like why haven't we sold anything why is nobody liking our picture I thought this was brilliant um, oh, yeah. that's the worst. You're like, this is gonna yes. hit. Ah, and then you're like, yeah, you're like crickets. Yeah. I know, Liz Thanks, and I Instagram. Like, We're about to go viral, dude. <laughs> oh, it happens. Oh. <laughs> we yeah. did it. But um, just continuing, and I feel like for me at least, um, I let go of the fear kind of right away because I was like, if people don't buy the bags or they are like thinking like, oh. Liz and Anna, they're so goofy for ha- for doing this. Like, why would they do this? They're not going to sell anything. Nobody's going to tell you that. So I'm never going to find out if people think this. Why would I put those thoughts in my head, right? Like, nobody's mm-hmm. going to come up to us and be like, hey, Liz and Anna, you guys are so goofy. Like, why'd you do that pop-up? Ha, ha, ha. 
no, nobody's going to do that. So that, at least I tell myself, I'm like, if nobody's going to come up to me and say those negative things and put me down, I'm not going to do that to myself. So that's why I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you know, Liz and I are doing so great. Or I'll just look at our feed and our website. And I'm like, it's so pretty. Like Liz and I created (laughs) something so nice. Like, I'm not going to just give up on it. Like, whatever, we're going to do this. And that's been what's been more helpful to me when I have those moments that I'm like, the motivation just isn't there. Mm -hmm. And that's hard. That's why, yeah, slow times. And that's normal, um, having the slow times. But the slow times or like the low activity is when like, I feel like those imposter syndrome thoughts come in, Mm -hmm. you know, when you finally have time to like sit down, you know, maybe that's just either like the burnout talking, you know, the lack of motivation or just in general, where it's like you have time to process, but instead of being like, oh no, like no sales or anything, which happens. That was me like this past week. I was like, uh, and all the thoughts, you know, but I don't have anybody to like bounce them off of and be like, no girl, like it's all good. You know, we're going to do this, this X, Y, Z. So it's nice that you kind of have like a partner to fall back on for those, you know, moments. And next thing you know, in a couple of days, it's like, oh, business as usual. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, for sure. So yeah, I think, that's like the, I guess, would I say like the hardest mental part of running a business? But then like, as far as logistical, I think just time juggling mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure is the number one hardest thing um, because we both work uh, nine to five jobs. So it's like, you know, posting on your lunch break or Mm -hmm. (laughs) doing a TikTok when you're supposed to be listening to a meeting. (laughs) For legal reasons, that is a joke. Um, (laughs) I think time juggling for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You can even do this full time. There's still not enough time in the day. (laughs) There's never there's never going to be enough time, but at least you have half the time each times two. So hopefully that helps. (laughs) Yes. For sure. Okay. And then what goals do you guys have for your business? If you can share if they're different, the same. I think one goal for the both of us um, is that eventually we would like to have like a little brick and mortar. I feel like having our own little store would be like the cutest. It would, and it would make a lot of sense to logistically for Liz and I, because we're both like on about like what is it was like an hour and 30 minutes away from each other so when we have meeting (laughs) an hour it feels like an hour and 30 but like an hour away and um just having like somewhere we where um we have like all our inventory a space that maybe we can be creative in and film tiktoks and like um have our um customers be able to come and look at these our bags in person outside of pop-ups would be like a dream I think Mm -hmm. for sure I agree yeah well the dream for me is to quit my nine to five and then Mm -hmm. for sure so one day speaking it into existence I think in the shorter term I think we would really love to expand and add in some jewelry um we kind of started launching that recently um Anaspia made some beautiful um hand stitched or no not hand stitched uh knitted heels yeah they're knitted Uh the heels yeah so I think that was like our first foray but 
I love like cute little necklaces, cute little bracelets. So does Anna. So I think um, expanding our accessories wanting to include jewelry is definitely on the list as well. Mm-hmm. Nice. Definitely. Yes. Expansion, expansion. Looking forward to that. I mean, hey, uh, possibilities are endless little by little, you know, and mm-hmm. hopefully you get that little tendita. that we'll have to do a fast forward in a couple of years and see where you guys are at. But hey, little by little. Nice. Okay. So before we end, I wanted to do our lightning round questions, just some like quick answers. First thing that comes to mind and, you know, we can do a back and forth of them each in case you guys have different responses or you can be like ditto. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So first question, Okay. who is a Latina that inspires or motivates you? I think um, one would be um, Jessica Alba because Mm -hmm. she created her honest line and her um and then from there like it started just as baby products but she's expanded to like touching a little bit of everything and I I feel like she just juggles it all so gracefully and she's a mom and 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 I don't know I think she's just a really dope lady also her and oh I'll I'll let Liz go before I start naming everyone (laughs) no keep going oh I was gonna say to another person that um is Eva Longoria I thought Mm. she was really dope and she um, wanted to go back to school and she went back to school as an adult and got her master's degree and she um, does lots of things for um, the Latino community so I think that's really really dope that she um, you know uses her connections that she has to empower other people Mm -hmm. yeah and she even I don't know about the master's degree but she even um she bought, I don't know if you heard the podcast with Dulce Bella Sweets, but they or she ordered oh, yes. sweets from her. I was like, dang. So, you know, let's get a little plug there. Maybe she'll buy some leather goods. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far for me, I think, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they're like big names, but I listened to another podcast called Wait Hold Up. Oh, um, yeah. I love that <laughs> podcast, um, Yarel and Jessica, and like they have yes. no idea who I am, but I follow them on Instagram, um, and they're just so great. Like their podcast um, just speaks to like the everyday challenges that a first generation Latina goes through. Um, so I keep up with them like on Instagram on the daily, um, and they're so great like with their content. So I would say for sure them and like they're like in their older later 30s so I feel like they have wisdom that they like (laughs) impart to like people in their 20s and I'm like oh my gosh like you're great so definitely the ladies from weight hold up Mm -hmm. oh my gosh I love them I forgot Mm -hmm. how I discovered their podcast but yes every once in a while it's like did you put something new like Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I don't follow them Instagram I gotta follow their Instagram so oh I'm so glad you mentioned them love them um okay what is the best piece of advice you have ever received I like how this was supposed to be a lightning round and I know it's all good (laughs) it always always happens (laughs) I know I'm like has anyone ever given me advice I can't think of anything um (laughs) After the podcast, you can be like, ah, all these answers. (laughs) Right. Oh my gosh. Well, I can think of maybe not advice, but um, like a saying. Mm. Um, So my abuelita used to say, obra con lo que te sobra. 
So basically help with what you can. Um, and it can be like in a variety of aspects, right? Like if you have extra time, like maybe helping someone with their homework or mentoring someone, if you have extra resources, um, like making a donation or um, something along those lines. So it doesn't necessarily have to be like money. It's just like whatever you have to give, like whether it's energy, time, like a, a year to listen to somebody, um, definitely try to share what you can with the rest of the world. I can't really think of like the best piece of advice that I've gotten, but I can think of like one of my favorite quotes and it's um, to know that one life has breathed easier because I have lived to have succeeded. So I think that um, it's the small things that we can do for each other that might have like a big impact because you never know what someone else is going through and maybe like you know, like, I don't know, maybe you're like, someone's having a horrible day, and you see them in the Aldi parking lot, and you give them an Aldi quarter, and that like, <laughs> makes their day. So just like the small things, I think, are um, those things that you remember, and can brighten up your day. For sure. <laughs> the fact that you're an Aquarius moon, and that was your answer out the box quote, let's get, you know, <laughs> intricate with it. I love it. <laughs> I was like, wait, what was your moon sign again? <laughs> okay, <laughs> nice. So next question, what is a piece of advice you would give anyone wanting to pursue a, a business like yours or just a business in general? I would say just go for it. Like there's never going to be the right time. You're never going to know everything. It's really like learn as you go. So I would say just, write down what kind of business you want to have and what you want to achieve and then just go go for it and if you're scared or you have questions like I find that like the small business community is like so willing to help mm -hmm. um like share knowledge share resources like everything we learned about shipping like we learned from another small business um so I would say just the fear and do it I literally was gonna say the same thing that um if you have an idea just go for it because like sometimes you think like oh all these other people are already doing it yeah that's mm -hmm. fine but they're not gonna do it like you you have mm -hmm. your own ideas and your own twists that you're gonna bring into it so the hardest part is starting and once you start it's it gets easier because I think you jump over the first hurdle and it's mostly mental I think thinking mm -hmm. that you're not going to be able to do it because once you start, it's, it's way easier for sure. Mm -hmm. You're like, why did I wait so long? But I also like, yeah, your response of, you know, from other business owners as well, you know, in general, like make business friends because they're going to be the people who are going to get what you're going through. And mm -hmm. some, even if you're not within the same like industry, like, like you said, shipping, I was like, oh my gosh, that's a freaking headache, you know, <laughs> like people are trying yeah. to get people to pay for shipping, all these little things and just be able to have someone who understands whether it is just mental, whether it is logistical, like what you're going through and just, yeah, I've met so many great business friends who it's like oh you just have a conversation about this it's like oh what did you know about this and this and it's just like yeah definitely the most mm -hmm. helpful thing ever so I love that you brought that up 
Okay. Next question. What is the best resource that has helped you along your journey? This can be a book, a podcast, an app, anything. I hate to sound like a broken record, but like other business, small business owners, for sure. Like um, my brother's girlfriend, shout out Lily B. Made. She, oh, um, does, I know her. <laughs> yeah. So she does this really like cool tie dye and she was like, mm-hmm. helped us like learn to do shipping and she was like one of the people we reached out with when we did our first giveaway and she's like use this app to do the name picker it's so easy it's way easier and we're like oh my god thank goodness you told us because otherwise it would have taken us hours to figure out you know how to use different apps so I think um, other business owners have been like just such a wealth of knowledge and just good old google you know Mm-hmm. when in doubt ask google <laughs> yeah i agree i would actually say like tiktok has been a strange slash very informative like fountain of information yes um like people share like so much information um so many tips like tips on content creation uh, tips on how to brand like we use uh, business cards for our tags like our merchandise tags and like we learned that hack off of TikTok same um, yeah so like <laughs> no gatekeeping yes, no, no gatekeeping here so TikTok has been like an unexpected source of information for sure mm-hmm. and I want it in 30 seconds or less <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, especially for like shipping stuff. It's like, where should I get these? Or like branded stuff, you know, like, oh, thanks, TikTok. Thanks. Tic- yeah. TikTok has saved mm-hmm. me a lot of time and money as well. <laughs> yes. Love that you share that. Shout out TikTok. Okay. <clears throat> Next question for both of you. If there's anything you could change about your journey, what would it be? I don't think anything. <laughs> like, I think, uh, well, at least for me personally, like, I would think. I wouldn't change anything just because I think that it's gotten us to where we are right now. I think if anything, if I had to think of something would be like trying to stay more organized (laughs) (laughs) with like just everything, like Instagram posts, like ideas, like I think just trying to stay more organized. But as far as like, an event or something I wouldn't change anything like it's been super fun um a learning experience even with I feel like I have some comments because of the business but I wouldn't trade the gray hair gray hairs I agree with Liz I don't think that there's anything that I would really change because even when we've had like our moments where we're like I wish things would have turned out different when we've tried something new it has definitely been a learning opportunity where we're like, well, for next time, we definitely won't be doing that. Or um, so as far as anything changing, it would just be something more personal that I would change about maybe choices that I've made or, um, you know, I think in the beginning, I was uh, more like behind the scenes taking pictures. And now I'm like, oh, well, I should also be in the pictures. Like it's um, helping run this business. And before I was just like, well, if I don't take the pictures, then my vision isn't going to come true. They're not going to be taken how I want and kind of letting go control a little bit of that and being like, you know what? 
Um, I'm going to get in front of the camera. Even if they don't turn out how I would want them, it's still going to be a good picture. So that's maybe something I would have changed. Such a Scorpio response behind the scenes, the control, the power. I love it. I love it. But like the involvement <laughs> of it, that's crazy. Where can listeners connect with your brand online? Yes. Follow us on Instagram at Miracle Accessories. We also have a TikTok, which we are trying to be more active uh, at. So at Miracle Accessories, um, our website, www.miracleaccessories.com. Am I missing anything, Anna? Give them your phone number. <laughs> yes. If you want to <laughs> call me, me, you can email us too. Um, but yeah, we're um, definitely our, we check our um, Instagram like all the time. And um, if you have any questions, um, our DMs are always open and we typically respond like in a few hours, like, you know, for special requests, like notes for um, birthday gifts, or we've wrapped things up for Christmas gifts. Like we're always really happy to accommodate you and always, you know, um, open to new ideas and suggestions. Like lots of our um, bags have been inspired by what um, our customers have told us. So yes, slide into our DMs, please. <laughs> yes, love it. I will make sure to link where you can find them in the show notes. You guys can do, you know, Instagram, websites, all of the above and the tick encourage them to make all the TikToks because <laughs> TikTok's the place to be. But that was my last question. So thank you both so much for taking the time to talk with me and, you know, joining here on the Work Miha podcast and just sharing, you know, your story, your brand, a little bit about yourselves. So excited, you know, to have more of our listeners, you know, find your brand online, make sure to follow them on social media. But if you have, you know, any other words, you just want to say goodbye. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank, thank you, you so for much having for having us. us. Your TikTok is like one of my favorites. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I've been seeing your guys' TikTok growing. So I was like, oh, okay, I love this. Um, but yes, you know, Mujeres supporting Mujeres. That's what we do here on the podcast. So everybody make sure to tune in, you know, for some more episodes with, you know, amazing and inspiring Mujeres. And thanks for being our first duo here on the podcast, ladies. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.